Capital coverage comes from Rocky Mountain Community Radio. A major piece of legislation to reform public pensions in Colorado is making its way through the state capitol. Marianne Goodland with Colorado Politics and Ed C. Lover with the Denver Business Journal discuss how it's shaping up with Statehouse reporter Benta Berkland. One in ten Coloradans receive a public pension through this retirement system. A measure cleared the Republican-controlled Senate. It's making its way through the House. Marianne, what are some of the big changes the House is making? The first is the number of years used to calculate the pension. As it stands right now, and depending on when you got into the system, it's somewhere between two and a, two and a half years. The Senate version had it at seven years, which would be the average, your highest average pay over a seven-year period. The House did five years, which was actually the recommendation of the Parrot Board. The second is in the age of retirement. Uh, currently, it's 60, depending on how many years of service. The Senate wanted 65. The House moved that back to 60. But the biggest change of all, I think, is in what's called a defined contribution plan, which is like your 401k. Para does have a defined contribution plan, but once you're in it, you're in it. Once you're in the defined benefit plan, which is the traditional pension, you don't move into the defined contribution plan. So what the House did was to get rid of that defined contribution change on the basis that it really doesn't do anything to help parashore up its $32 billion unfunded liability. The other big thing that happened was that the bill as introduced in the Senate required both employees and their employers who are state government, city governments, school districts, to put in more money to help shore up this pension liability. It came out of the Senate without the employer contributions. It came out of the House Finance Committee without any contributions. They're actually using $225 million a year from the state's $1.3 billion tax windfall that they're expecting next year. And they're saying that this is going to be enough. We don't need to make anyone contribute. I think this is actually maybe the biggest sticking point. Uh, Senate Republicans say this is unrealistic. Treasurer Walker Stapleton, who's been a big advocate for para-reform, says, you know, things a lot worse than unrealistic about that. And so the one thing that I have heard that is very different than what I heard before the session started is an acknowledgement from all parties that something needs to get done. When we started the session, Democrats were like, eh, maybe we can do it. Maybe we can kick it to next year. Now you are hearing we have to do something. So I really do think there is going to be a way to find compromise here, but I just don't know where because this is a giant chasm right now. What do you think switched in some of those Democratic members' minds that they said this is imperative this session? Well, I think you've got the governor beating on it. So he is terribly concerned about the fact that Senator Porras has said, look, if you don't take care of this unfunded liability, we're going to knock down the state's bond ratings. That means it's going to be more expensive to, uh, to build college projects. It's going to be more expensive to build roadways, all of these which use some form of bonding. And I think maybe they've just heard it from enough people that, hey, we have to take care of this now. Not long ago, teachers rallied at the Capitol because they expressed a lot of concerns about what could come out of this. Talk about that whole dynamic. Once the House Finance Committee made those changes, the teachers got on board pretty darn quick. There was a statement issued almost immediately by the Colorado Education Association that said they were fine with the bill as it is right now. They strongly objected to pretty much everything that that the Senate had done, particularly that defined contribution part of it. Do you guys think this is something that will come down to the final days of the session? Absolutely. I think we are seeing intense behind-the-scenes negotiations on both payroll reform and on transportation funding, and we're not seeing a ton of movement right now. So I think legislators are smart enough to realize that these are two things that are going to matter and that they're going to work extra hard on them up to May 9th. 
Thanks. Ed Seelover with the Denver Business Journal, Marianne Goodland with Colorado Politics. I'm Benta Berkland, and this is Capital Conversation.